What's going on, Trophy Kids? We've got an awesome episode for you today. We are going over every NFL playoff game, talking about our bets and our picks, seeing how we think these games are going to play out. It's a good one. Let's go. And welcome to Trophy Kids, presented by Bad News Media. It is January 7th. We are back for the NFL show. We have brought back Michael, our expert NFL analysis here, as we said last episode. How are you doing today? I am doing great. How are you? I think it's the first time since our teams met in the playoffs 16 years ago that both of no 14 years ago that yep. both of our teams are in the playoffs again. Oh, I hundred so percent remember it. I had my fantastic. I forget what jersey I had on sitting in my parents' room or like floor, just crushed after you guys had beaten us. <laughs> just absolutely crushed. I wonder what jersey you had. What is it like a Warren Sap? I don't know if it was Warren. It wasn't. It wouldn't have been Freeman. I don't. Could you have had a? Could you have had a Michael Pittman? No, I had a. It wasn't. It was a Cadillac Williams jersey. I still had that. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was say I think it was Cadillac Williams because I don't. I didn't have Pittman. I want to say it was Cadillac Williams. Don't quote me on that, but I'm like 95% sure it was a Cadillac Williams jersey. I got you. But what a time though. Both of our teams in the playoffs. Oh, it's. I'm not going to lie. I'm shaking my boots a little here. Not because I'm overly worried that we're over pat, overpowered. Um, but as we'll get into, that field is cursed. Quarterback's legs go left and right. Chase Young apparently wants to kill Tom Brady. And I have an old quarterback. So a little nervous, as well as I'm also not really feeling D.C. right now because Char also just signed with them. So that wasn't really great. Still at the, still mad at the Bruins for that one. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, not, I'm not enjoying this week, to say the least. Not, not too pleased about it. Um, I don't know what you all did, but that that land I'm conf- I'm confirming is cursed. So yeah, terrified about that. It is, but it, I mean, in order to you know be a glass half full person, um, at the end of this weekend, at least one of our teams will still be in the playoffs. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is very true. It's kind of exciting. I would hope it's mine, um, but we'll see. I understand. Um, before we get into the games, I do feel like it's the seventh. So as people are familiar with, we kind of came in a little joyful, but. There are some events unfolding in D.C. I'm going to call it domestic terrorism um, unfolding That's in D.C. Fair. That's fair. It's absolutely outrageous. I feel like it would be, you know, there was a thought to maybe not recording today because we're recording this on the 6th, but I thought, you know, we're still going to talk about football. We'll still bring some hopefully joy, some good analysis and good bets to some people's lives. But this is a major event. We should at least speak on it a little bit. Um, utterly ridiculous is... I don't really have great words for this, um, to be honest. I, I kind of sound like a babbling idiot here right now, but it's just one of those things where I'm not totally shocked it happened. I mean, you don't have to follow. We're not a political show, obviously. We're a sports show. You don't have to be a political person to understand that things have been boiling for a long time in this country. There's an ecosystem that has created an area for these events to happen. And it is, you're not both parties. this. Yes, both parties have fanaticism on both sides. But like this is something that that we have not seen. There's never not been a peaceful transfer of power during an election. This is a one side issue right now. Um, it is an extremist issue. I'm not going to blatantly lace the entire Republican Party and every person that's a Republican on this because there's tons that don't condone this and are appalled by this. Um, but this is something we have to deal with as a country because it is one of those things where like this didn't just happen out of nowhere. Um and to call out just bullshit. Like, this is treasonous domestic terrorist bullshit um, by the extreme right that the match was lit by our president, right, current president right now, um, and we've got some work to undo that. And it's it's a sad day when we see something that we normally see in other t- countries 
um, playing out in the U.S. And it's it's an unfortunate event um, that we're seeing. Not a, not a great thing there, but it's just one of those things where it's it's kind of baffling to the brain to to see the images that I'm seeing right now on TV. Yeah, it's definitely sad that it's not like a surprise. You know, it's it's kind of yeah. crazy. It's just like go home, people. What are you doing? Yeah, and it's you know it's one thing to be be upset about the election. It's it's one thing for your side not to win. It's an entirely other thing to try to occupy the U.S. state capital or the United States capital um, in a violent manner. I mean, the cops found an IU or IED there. Um, a woman's been shot. It's it seems unworldly at this point. Um, but unfortunately, it's happened. We're gonna have to figure out a way to deal with it. We're not obviously solving that problem on this show. Um, but it's just something that is, Ooh. yeah, <laughs> a lot of pressure here for us. It's just You're doing it, that. Yeah. It felt like something we had to say to just kind of say, this is, is ridiculous. Um, and we're going to, we'll see how it plays out. Hopefully things get better here. We'll see what happens, but it's an unfortunate dark spot on this nation. Let's talk some football though. Oh yeah. Because like you alluded to, we have some games. We might as well just talk about the biggest game of the week, the one that everybody wants to see. And that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing the Washington football team. They are an eight-and-a-half-point favorite, over-under is 45. I alluded to this already. I am terrified of this right now um, because your field is cursed, um, because my quarterback and Tom Brady, the f- Tom Terrific and the boys, is a little older. Uh, the offensive line is not fantastic. We have some studs and we have some duds. And then you got the defensive line for the Redskins that poses a very large problem. This face, not worried all season. A little concerned that I might feel a feel an upset tickling behind my back, creeping up. I shouldn't say tickling. That's a weird way to phrase that. Creeping up behind my, to say the least. How are you feeling about this right now? I mean, as me, as a Washington football team fan, I mean – I've been battered. I know you have too, as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, I'm not saying I have it, but I've been battered just in more ways than on the football field. You know, I mean, we have a horrendous owner. We just have terrible PR. Um, There's no way I can actually go into this game thinking we're going to win. However, we have the one strength on our side that always gives Tom fits. And that is game wreckers on the defensive line. We do have absolute freak of natures. Like Chase Young is one thing, but no one really ever talks about Montez Sweat, who is about like just like just one notch below Chase Young's like freakishness. Montez Sweat's almost just as good. And so we have that one thing that has given Tom fits in his Super Bowl, you know, in his Super Bowl losses, and which really gives all quarterbacks fits, but especially ones who are statues like Tom. So well, I'm not really confident about it. I have created a grasper list where I'm grasping onto ways we could win. My first one is they've beat as many winning teams as we have this year. That's important. Yeah, not great. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, Tom's bedtime is 8.30 p.m., and he's <laughs> one in three in night games this year. Now, there's a good argument to this. Well, Super Bowls end pretty early, too, end pretty late, too, and he has six of them. <laughs> they also started like 6.10. Yeah. And then... Last one. Um, there's actually kind of an interesting stat. It doesn't shock me after watching Tom a good bit this year. Is he's actually after Dwayne Haskins and Drew Locke. He's next in um, the most. What's the, what's the how do I phrase this exactly? Um, he's third in the league in dangerous passes at 20% behind Dwayne Haskins and Drew Locke, and just a, t- a defense that causes havoc. Maybe we could pull off an upset. See. 
That's my concern. I think the, yeah. the point, the matchup part I'm most concerned about, and it is the entire defense line and the linebacker core, is Tom struggles when he can't stand up in the pocket and kind of drive the ball. The other part he struggles with, and it's fair, most quarterbacks struggle with it in their first season, is this idiotic Bruce Arians system of just attacking the deep ball, attacking the seams, going for these dangerous throws more than kind of taking what the defense gives you, which has changed a little bit the last couple of weeks, but I'm not... I did not know that, that he was third in the league. That is very concerning to hear. Um, yeah, I didn't either, actually. <laughs> I'm not surprised he's close because just watching the games and seeing some of the throws that he's attempting are just like, what Agreed. the fuck are we doing? <laughs> um, and that's partially on the route combinations we're calling for, um, the strategy behind the game. You know, I think you were on a couple weeks ago, and I was irate with Brian Lefwich and Bruce Arians in their post conferences being befuddled when it was like, you only ran the ball two times in the second quarter. And they're like, we did. And it's like, you're calling the plays. Um, but what I like is we are probably going to have Mike Evans back yep. banged up, but still a threat. Cause you can't just ignore him. Oh, yeah. So Ronald Jones has come on strong. I am hoping with all my might that we essentially just designate Gronk or Cameron Brait to play help side on whatever side Chase Young is on <laughs> and then just try to figure out the rest of the defensive line because they're all great but like yeah. I, I'd rather us not take the approach that Chase Young is going to get his and just kind of running a normal scheme because that seems dangerous um, Montez Sweat is arguably going to be one of the greatest steals in draft history potentially if he continues on the career path he's going um, and defensively I'm a little worried that Devin White's going to be out for this. He misses it by a day because our game is scheduled on Saturday instead of Sunday. Um, but we're going to get Shaq Barrett back. So that's a positive. Um, and then, God, I just got to hope for a lot of running. I think the eight-point spread, we haven't really talked about the betting line. I feel like that's a little too big. Like It, I, it seems big to me as well, and I actually am seeing nine um, on mine. Um, which it's big to me as well. I mean, the thing with Tampa Bay is they have such a prolific offense, whereas our offense right now, look, Alex Smith, his comeback is incredible. It's the greatest comeback ever. He's going to win it. All he does with this team is is win. I mean, you look at our team, yeah, we're 7-9, and nine, but Alex Smith's 5-1. and one. I mean, all he does is win on this team. It's the weirdest thing ever, but he just, ever since he had this calf strain, look, since he came back from his injury, he wasn't mobile at all to begin with, but this calf strain, now he... He cannot move. It's it's crazy. Like so, I just I, I I struggle to see how we could possibly keep up. Although I I actually on the spread will probably take my boys on like a backdoor cover. Um, yep. But I, I know you really see there being a possibility of there maybe being an upset, and I, I'll never say never, but I I, I don't see it. The, the offense that you have is too prolific for us to keep up with, even with our defense. So this is one of the reasons. I think I'm nervous about it is because I've seen the last couple of weeks offenses looked phenomenal, but we haven't really played anybody. And Very so true. <laughs> I'm afraid that Bruce and the brain trust are going to get a little cocky with this. And the offense is going to be very sluggish because they're not going to be dedicated to running Jones. They're not going to be dedicated to playing play action. They're not going to be dedicated to having Gronk or Braid or somebody kind of running in shorter to intermediate route where Tom Brady can just dump it off if that's what the defense gives them. And I'm worried about some offensive line communication issues. Um, the one thing I am very excited about 
even though we don't have White, which is a huge loss because when he comes with pressure, he's phenomenal. Sideline to sideline, he's fantastic. It's a huge loss. He's our leading tackler. Is Todd Bowles might be the best defensive coordinator second half adjustments. So if the game isn't going great in the first half, as long as it's close, I feel like we're going to probably pull that out because we'll shut it down. My concern is our secondary has had not the best communication. There's some communication issues on the back end, but Alex Smith is not a drive the ball down the field kind of guy. Um, He's a dump it and dink kind of guy and don't turn it over, which is resourceful. Um, but you're also apparently going to mix in Hinky or whatever his name is. What's his name? D- Anytime you might mix in a gunslinger or a guy who just has nothing to lose, I become a little bit more nervous about an upset. <laughs> I mean, gunslinger might be aggressive, works. but. Yeah. So Taylor, like. <laughs> the, here's the thing is, is Ron brings up playing Taylor, but if he were to actually do that, why would he bring it up? Like also we have fair. plays, yeah. We have plays. I think Ron is just trying to get whatever advantage he can because he we need it. This, I mean, let's be honest, we need it. Right. Um, it's like why would he? Maybe I'm not gonna say it can't happen because then I'll look stupid if it does. But like, why would he bring it up? Because we have plays for Logan Thomas under center, and he's never seen that in his existence. <laughs> so it's just like, well, I never brought that up. So it seems weird to me. Um. Maybe it'll happen, but that just seems odd to me. I, I'd be surprised. I feel I don't. I've just watched this team, and every week I don't know what I'm going to get with them. We beat up on bad teams. That's fine. And I mean the Reds or the football team. I apologize. It's not a good team. If I'm being honest, there are good players on the team. There are good aspects of the team. The defense, yeah. obviously, Terry, scary Terry on the edge on the offense at wide receiver. The rest of the team, yeah, there's a reason they have a losing record and are barely in the playoffs. But exactly. it still just makes me nervous. Because I also feel like I didn't look this up. I meant to. I always feel like there's one team that shouldn't didn't belong in the playoffs that just rips off a game or two, and you're just like, where the fuck did this team come from? Well, And that team usually plays good defense is usually the, key, the predicate to that, that run, which makes me actually- nervous here. <laughs> A great point you brought up because the last two teams that have been in the playoffs with negative records, Seahawks and then Ron Rivera's Panthers, that was back in Seattle's real defense days. Uh, you're right. They both were super strong defense teams, and they both won. They both won their first games. Yeah, that's my concern here. That's why I think I like, I'd rather take the plus eight and a half. I think I'm going to go under, though, because that your offense is – We're not scoring. Not, yeah, they're not good. <laughs> like There are going to be times – where if Alex Smith drove the ball a little bit more, I'd be like, oh, there's opportunities for you just to bust out some big plays because there are there are communication issues still on the back end of that the Bucks defense. So there is concern there. Like I'm terrified for when we play a quarterback that likes to sling the ball. Because there was Patrick Mahomes, like that game should have been a lot worse. He missed a couple throws where they were off, but the guys were wide open. And I was like, holy shit, what are we doing on the back end? Um yeah. But I like the under, I think. Cause while the Bucks and maybe they just rip off a ton of points. I don't it's think possible. that's gonna, yeah, it's possible. It's totally possible. It all depends on the game plan and what they're running. But as you alluded to, Tom struggles when there's especially pressure coming up the middle and being able to step up in the pocket because he's not as mobile as he used to be. Not that he was ever that mobile, but still, it's aging. Um, yep. And he he does feel a little bit uncomfortable, and the line can be shoddy at times. I mean, there's some studs on this line. Obviously, worth on the edge has been an insane rookie. Um just to name one, but it's, I think I like the under and I, I like, 
I think I'd rather go football team plus eight. I just feel like it's either going to be huge or it's going to be really close. And I'd, in that aspect, I'd rather have the football team because the number's big. But you might as well see yep, where it goes. I also, I should also disclaim, because of the COVID issues, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit, I'm not locking in any of these bets. These bets may change. I'll tweet them out before the games. But anything we say, like, oh, we're picking this, is not set in stone because of every, it feels like every team is going through a COVID issue almost at this point. That and also... I mean, you're getting eight and a half. I'm showing nine. This Washington football team game has moved two points for me. <laughs> yeah, it opened at seven, I want to say. so. Yes, it did. Yeah, this is – yeah, I'm, I'm going to hold. If this number gets a lot bigger, I feel a lot more confident about the football team. If this number gets smaller, well, if it's a touchdown, I think I'd go Bucks. Anything above a touchdown, I don't know. Because I could see garbage time, like you said. Um, yep. Yeah, I don't – also, I feel like we should also just talk about this because you texted me. It's involving the NFC East and your guys is getting in. Mm-hmm. Giants fans need to like I get as a fan, it's irrational and you're pissed off. But like I would have much rather play the Giants, by the way. I meant to oh, mention sure. that up front. I was I way hoping so. for that. This makes me way nervous. If we were playing the Giants and it was eight point spread, I'd be like, take that every day. Um You did not land you land in a similar place. Like giant like people getting mad at Doug Peterson seems sort of crazy. The players getting mad, I have I legitimately agree with them on that because like I feel for those guys who have made huge sacrifices all season to try to get this season going. They're in a close game. There's a mindset as a player, like, yeah, we're out of the playoffs, but we're in this game close and we could ruin another team in our division. Like I think uh Kelsey had an issue with it. There's a couple other players that talked to Doug Peterson. That that could have a prop. Like Jalen Hurt had a problem with it that's the biggest problem but the fans like what are we talking about here win more than what six games and you're or maybe the giants players tweeting i don't know how about you win more than six games? yeah that was absurd i know we only won seven but i mean maybe win more than six (laughs) maybe have less than double digit losses yeah if if you didn't win if you didn't just win six games you'd be in the playoffs like i don't in a weak division too like this isn't you're not playing in the I was gonna say AFC North for a second, but um, you're not playing in a tough division, yeah, like the AFC North. Um, it's just I could not believe it. Like I, like no shit. The Eagles actually, it's not a no shit because, like I said, I think there's a problem for the players' perspective, and Doug needs to be careful because, like, I do think there's problems in that locker room now. Because as a player, that's got to suck. Um, like you're in this game, you get to play spoiler. You've worked your ass off. You're playing a super dangerous game. So to just go half-assed, essentially, is sort of a slap in the face. Um, but as Giants fans, you have no gripe here. Like, what are you griping about? You didn't win enough games. Sucks to suck. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what the problem is. Teams bomb the last game all the time. That's how it goes at the end of the season. Yeah, how do you think we got Chase Young? Come on. <laughs> Thanks, by the way, Giants. Thanks again. Yeah. <laughs> they just keep coming in hand there. Um, all right, Colts-Bills. Lines at seven, over, under. I didn't know if you had anything else on that before we, nah. we move on. All okay. right, cool. Colts, Bills, lines at seven, over, under 51. I don't know where to go with this because the Bills, I think, are the best, second-best team in football behind the Chiefs. I think it's one and two reside in the AFC. They are playing so good offensively. The defense is firmed up a little bit, but then you got the Colts, who are a very good defense. The offense... They score about twenty four points a game or something like that, I think. But Philip Rivers is a I don't I don't know where he's at. Um week to week. He could be a complete noodle arm or he could be not gonna lose you the game. Um and might go out and win it. This number also feels big to me. 
I don't know how I like. I think I'd rather take the Colts because the number just feels big. But the Bills are also such a high power offense at this point, and Allen's playing out of this world. I don't know. I don't know. I'm all over the place with this one. I don't have a firm grasp on it. I kind of am as well. Um, I, I think a lot of people are, are are leaning Colts due to that large that that big that big spread, and I understand why. Um, it's just uh, Philip Rivers playing in Buffalo. It's really cold. <laughs> Never really done that ever. Um, I, I know that's a stupid angle to take, but that's part of what I'm thinking. And then Buffalo's just been playing out of their mind. And I even said before Washington was in the playoffs, like if, if Washington doesn't make the playoffs, I'm all in on Buffalo. So oh. I'm going to stay with them. And I think I'm going to – seven to me, I'd like six a lot more, but seven to me – at worst, I think it's a push. They've just been playing so well. Yeah, that's the nice thing about this line. It's not a seven and a half. It's at, at least I'm seeing it at seven right now. Like, that's yep. like at least you got the chance for the push there because I don't think it's going to be, mu- I can't imagine it's going to be much closer than a touchdown. So the argument is can they score more? Are they going to beat up on them more than a touchdown? And the defense is good, but you're right. It's in Buffalo. I'm assuming it's going to be cold as shit. Um, I'm assuming they're they're letting fans. Yeah, I feel like that's a safe bet. Um, can I get action? What are the odds on that? Um, I think they're letting fans into the stands, so they're going to be hammered out of their minds. And even if you're letting in three thousand Bills fans, three thousand Bills fans are going to be a little loud. Um, they're going to cause some chaos there. Yeah, I I think I like that. I don't hate the over too a little bit, but then again. Fuck it, like yeah. I think I'm going to go Bills on that one. I'm not locking that in just yet. Josh Allen, too. I don't know if I've seen a player. Was it last year in the playoffs when he lateraled it with two and a half yes. minutes left? <laughs> I, <thought> so. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen a player recently that's improved his accuracy to the point where being ballsy is like good now. Like he didn't come into the league super accurate and he was just a ballsy ass player like you just defined. But his accuracy has improved so much now that we don't even view because he does make some absurd plays, but we don't even view them as ballsy anymore. We're just like, oh shit, he's good. And that yeah. that's fun for Bills and for me, because I love watching the Bills. Like they'll also be my I team love watching the Bills, if the Bucks yeah. if the Bucks lose here. But that's kind of awesome. Like, I think the Bills are really gonna rip it off here because Allen, I think he's got that madman style to him, but now he's got the accuracy most games. To back it up, which makes that lethal in Buffalo. Totally agree. Yep. I, I mean, I just, it's hard for me not to bet on them. Yeah. Here's a game that I'm honestly surprised that they're even offering a line right now. Rams, Seahawks, lines at four, over under 42 and a half. The reason I'm a little surprised by this is I don't think it's been announced that Garrett, Jared Goff is a go. So if he's yeah. not a go, I don't know how you bet the Rams with confidence here. If he is a go, I kind of like that four number a lot. <laughs> Yeah, because these teams, they always battle it out. I mean, this is their third time meeting this year, of course. Yep. They just always battle it out. Um, I agree. I don't know who's playing yet. It's hard for me to bet against Russell Wilson, but, I mean, he doesn't win Super Bowls every year, so he does lose in the playoffs. I mean, it happens. Yep. Um, the one thing I'll say about, what was it, John Wolford, their other their quarterback that mm-hmm. played last year, last week? Yeah. I, one thing I'll give him credit for, he was like the first quarterback to, I think it was throw for 250 and rush for 50 in their first start ever. That's, I mean, that's decent. Yeah. I mean, it's decent. Um, but it, yeah, it's hard. To, it's hard to make a call on this game. And the, the, the total is, it's really low too. So low. And I get like the, the, the Seahawks have had a little shine taken off of them offensively, but their defense is still yeah. terrible. 
terrible. They, they do typically have low scoring close games. So I mean I, I kind of understand the figure, but it's kind of like one of those where like that number's so low you almost want to take the over. So at least in the game you can root for like a bunch of points. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Rather die in the over than on the under there. I mean the, they played two weeks ago and the score was twenty to nine, Seahawks. Yeah. So it's like that is tough. Um also, I know this is sort of off topic. I'm going to come back to this game, but are we because they played the Cardinals last week? Are we sure Cliff Kingsbury's got a lot longer left in the NFL? It feels like a bit of a waste down there in Arizona with Cliff Kingsbury. Like he's had phenomenal quarterbacks, and he's never really done anything. I know college is different because you're you're handicapped by the the talent you bring around you and the resources you have. But still, it's like. I, I never felt very impressed with him. <laughs> that team's super talented. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how you don't. I mean, <laughs> like, that team is ridiculously talented. Like, I look at the roster, and I feel like they're winning in spite of him almost. Like, when they win, it's in spite of him. And when they lose, it's, it's just like... due to their ridiculous ability that their team has. Yes, exactly. 100%. So I feel like that's a coach next year that we might see exiting the league. Um, Ryan Gosling lookalike might be, might be gone. Um... <laughs> Back to this game, though. Yeah, if if Goff does play, I think I take the Rams as an upset spot here, potentially just because that their defense can wreak havoc if he's not playing, though. Ah, oh, man, I don't know. That's tough. Yeah. I think I, I'll probably ride the over. Not a lot of conviction on this one. I'm wait, Like I said, I'm waiting on a lot of these picks because God only knows there's so much out there with injuries and COVID. I'm not logging anything in, but I that over is low, and they do bang it out, but, like, I don't know. It's a yeah. 1 o'clock game on a Saturday, like, there could be some shenanigans. <laughs> there could be. It's a good point. But like you said, it's hard right now. I mean, I mean, Cleveland doesn't even have a coaching staff. <laughs> yes. God. And we're going to get to them in a second. And the NFL just dicking them over left and right. Um, my bug. Oh, we already talked about Buccaneers. Ravens. Actually, screw it. Let's talk Brown Steelers. Okay. How? Like, I did want my game moved, obviously, because I wanted White to play and I wanted to move Sunday. That was an unrealistic expectation. I knew it was never going to happen. They're not moving it for one player. Yeah. I don't. It is such a disadvantage not to have all these coaches not available and potentially players because I don't think they've released the players that are out too. And I think didn't we hear ones of wide receiver a good one? Yeah, yeah, we've heard it's good. I, I guess yeah, we can just take we can take that as Landry's probably got it. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair. All right, fair. And then I think it's one good defensive player they said, which I think they might have said somebody in the secondary. So I'm assuming like Ward or somebody, but. I don't know if the other player's been released, but somebody on the, it's somebody on the defense as well that's a good player. Um, I guess you can't really move the game. You can't be just moving playoff games. But like, no, if, it just like it feels dirty. It feels like the Browns are about to get done real dirty. Do you even think they have a shot here? That's the thing is, I mean, the Steelers have been so like bleh, recently. Six and a half. I mean, I don't hate it. Are you getting six and a half? What are you getting? I'm six. I'm six even right now. Oh, you're six even. Cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I still do give them a shot. We need to know exactly who's who is out because if it comes out that it's not Jarvis and that it's someone else, it's a different wide receiver. Then I don't. It won't affect me as much. They've been playing really well. They're 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 riding high right now. Of you know, just get. No, no, I'm talking about it right now. No, I got Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. No, Cleveland's Cleveland's just this is just this is so Cleveland. This is so <laughs> Cleveland. Um, 
<laughs> like I heard you talking into it. In my head, I was kind of like, well, shit. I mean, maybe they are a team that relies on the run. So like how big can yeah. a coaching loss be? Just run the ball a bunch and do some play action with Baker. But then I'm like, no, there's actually a float. Like this is, we're, we're oversimplifying something that is a lot more, a lot harder to do. Um, and we don't even know who the guy is. It sucks. Like 2020 did not offer us much as far as a good year. But the fact that the Bills and the Browns both made it was it was fun. Like I like the Browns, not to the same effect I like the Bills, but I do like the Browns. They are a battered franchise. Um, they get a lot of shit. They take a lot of they take a lot of shit off what the Bucks should probably have been getting over the last fourteen years. Because um, we are very similar in a lot of ways. Um, so yeah, like people. But the um, thing is, you have a Super Bowl this millennium. Exactly. So. Yeah that that is that is our saving grace. Is we have the Super Bowl. I've seen it in my lifetime, which is great. I'm old enough to remember it. Like th- yeah. these are all positives. But man, over the last like 14, 15 years, it has been eerily similar. <laughs> um, so it's feel good. But it is the Browns and it is the Steelers to the same effect. Like yeah, the Steelers are bad. But I'd rather bet on Mike Tomlin, Ben Roethlisberger than. God knows, I forget who the coach is for the Browns in a team that might be without some stars. (laughs) They don't even have their head coach. Probably the coach of the year. (laughs) Oh, I think, yeah, I think he would have to. I don't, I'm trying, I was going to do it in my head. I was like, I don't know who else. McDermott on the Bills. Yeah, but they've sort of been, like, I agree. Like, Bill, he's up there, but like, the Bills have been building for a little bit in this field. The Bills were going to be pretty good this year. Exactly. Like I bet them as my future bet to win that division. I think almost everybody did for the most part. Um, Where the Browns did a a complete 360, which also wasn't hard. You watch that team last year, you're like, Jesus, Freddie, if you just ran the ball in the second half, you'd have twice as many runs or wins. Like, it wasn't wasn't rocket science that he had to perform over there. But to his credit, he got Baker playing on another level towards the end of the season. Like, Baker leveled up, which was good. Yeah, I think I go... I think I go Steelers here, unless something breaks even more. I think you have to go Steelers. It's just hard not to just trust that you know that that pedigree that yeah Ben and Tomlin and I mean Pouncey. I mean everyone. I mean that team. A lot of those guys are so experienced. A hundred percent. So yeah, and it's in Pittsburgh, so you don't have to travel. Even though travel isn't like that bad right now, especially teams. Yeah, it's still yeah. You still got to get on a flight. Still got to go over there. There's still some lag there. It's still a thing. You're giving up time that you could be doing other things. Um, yeah, I like the Steelers there. I, I like the experience. I like the the pedigree there. Ravens Titans. I think I'm going to take every rushing prop bet on this game. I haven't even looked at them yet, but pretty much any rushing prop bet I'm going to take. Um, lines at three and a half is what I'm getting. Over under is 55. What are we feeling here? Okay, this is a game where, all right, so this is their third time playing basically in a year. Actually, it is their third time playing in a year. So this has become a little mini rivalry. Um, And the Titans have won both of them. And just for that simple fact, my gut tells me Ravens. And I know we love to trust the gut, but I cannot have a weekend, uh, a six-game slate, and not pick one dog on a money line. I, I'm just going to have to go with Titans. I mean, they won me money line money earlier this year when they played the Ravens. They won me last year when I bet on them against the Ravens. I, I can't take up an opportunity and not bet on one dog this entire weekend. So I'm going to go with the Titans. Although I'm going to be honest, I think do theory. I think the Ravens at this point, have got to beat them, but I can't, I can't not go the whole weekend without a dog. It is. It is kind of the do theory here a little bit. I'm with yes. you. Like, I've got my dog in the Rams if golf is playing, but I have a feeling that line's going to adjust if he is announced to play. So I, I'm feeling a little bit better there. This one, 
is funny to me because it's like the Ravens, for whatever reason, in the last couple of weeks, woke up and reminded themselves that like, oh, we can just pound the shit out of teams on the ground and just run yeah. over everybody. Um, which they were trying to get like cute and fancy earlier in the season and develop Lamar as a passer, which I get you want to do. He's your franchise quarterback, but he won an MVP last year based on the ability that he could gash you on the run. So you had to respect that, and then he could then go over the top with it instead of trying to do- trying to establish the pass without establishing the run. Did yeah. I say that right? Yeah, I said that I right. So. Yeah, <laughs> so they kind of reminded themselves that they can do that, and the Titans' defense is soft as dog shit. I mean, it yes. is. Oh, God. It's so bad. Um, but it's Derrick Henry. It's Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> AJ Brown. It's a lot to deal with. I know the Ravens defense is good. And this game is going to be, I, I would assume, probably, well, I can't say low scoring because you can probably just gash the Titans. And it is the do theory. I just, I have a hard time going like, damn, if they need to throw it and make a play, they got guys that can go out and make a play. If they want to control the cock and run it with Derrick Henry, they got guys that can run and control the cock with Derrick Henry. Like, I got to feel like, there's a part of me that feels like Variable's got to fi- have something defensively to firm it up, something like something. There has to be something. Like, I don't know if he's gonna last year in the playoffs when they met that defense swallowed. The yeah, up. yeah. <laughs> they aren't doing that this year. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. I don't know. This one's tough for me. I think. I think I might take. To be honest, I know it sounds kind of crazy. At fifty-five, it's a lot. I honestly might take the over. Because like if the Ravens are going to win this game, I think they're going to do it in pretty big fashion because it just means the Titans are just getting gashed on the run. Yes. So, but I'm not confident enough. I'd rather die on the over than die on the under here. Always. 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 <laughs> and I think I'd rather take the Ravens. I'm going to go against you here because that is that like, can can the Titans really go... Three zero against this team. Three zero. I know. Against a team that also has like refound its identity. They're just like, oh, that's right. We just can run the ball whenever we want (laughs) for ten yards a play. Um, that's a tough one. It's that's the toughest game for me this week. I don't, I don't have a big enough conviction one way or the other about how that's going to go. But man, I just I can't I can't see them doing it. I can't see them pulling out another win on this team. Is how I'm. I, I totally understand that. <laughs> totally understand. That's how I'm justifying it. Um, last game, Bears Saints, Nickelodeon game. First of all, so I don't. It's gonna. It's gonna be like if you were doing it on acid, I guess. Um, if you were watching a game on acid, as well, I'm assuming this Nickelodeon game is gonna go. The line is at ten. Over unders at forty seven. This line feels sort of crazy it feels drunk to me this line's drunk right now i think that's a big line like i know it's in new orleans and i know the bears aren't great but like that feels big <laughs> it feels big and i know they just lost the packers but i mean they, they lose the packers all the time before that they had actually been playing pretty well again um and that's just a huge number the saints are not this 2009 2010 prolific offense that they used to be no it seems like a huge number for the saints to cover um but I also hate just trusting the Bears. I always have. I've never trusted them. It's one of those teams that in my in my head, I'm just like, don't trust them. Um, but how can I not take plus? I, I have plus 10. What do you have? I have plus 10 as well. Okay. Over yeah. 47. 
yeah, I don't know how you, you can. I don't know how you could think the Saints are going to cover ten points. I really don't. It feels super aggressive. Like I know the Bears are not a good football team. Like they're not a good football team, but they're good enough. Like defensively, right. it's really like can, is Mitch? How is Mitch Trubisky going to play? And how is Matt Nagy going to call that offense? And I have trusted Matt Nagy way too much this year, and yeah. I feel like I might get burnt again here by him. But that line is so tempting to me because this is you have to remember, like this is still the NFL people like these big lines. Like, sure, they hit every once in a while. But I feel like every time I see a line at 10 or above, unless it's the Chiefs playing somebody absolutely shitty. And even then, it's not a guaranteed thing. Like these teams are good. Like these these are professional athletes that can keep it close, especially with the Bears defense that has dropped off a little bit. But like my biggest fear would be they come out the gate real bad. Mitch just sucks ass. Yes. Then it could turn it could turn ugly real quick. It could get ugly real quick, especially if they can't leave. Finally, David Montgomery has shown up to the NFL. Dude, holy shit. Is he having himself so, a day in the last couple yeah, weeks? Yeah. So if they can lean on him, and in order to lean on him, you need to not be down by, you know, 10 points. Um, so if they're able to lean on him, keep it close, I just – I don't see how – I mean, unless, you know, Mitch just comes out and completely shits the bed. But if they can lean on Montgomery, I don't see how they can lose by double digits. Yeah, that's the only way, is if he absolutely comes out and shits the bed, is the only way I see this game being more uh, like, than double digits. I know the Saints are really good, they're, they're the two seed, I think, um, but that's just, that line's almost a little disrespectful. Like, yeah, it's drunk as shit. <laughs> I, I could see the Bucks having 10 points on the, the, the Washington football team, but... <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a disrespectful line. <laughs> it's super disrespectful. I mean, you got Mr. Slants here and Thomas. I think he's, yeah, he's back. Um, Alvin Kamara's banged up. Like, he's going to play, but he's banged and, up. And Thomas is back, but he's been banged up all year. He's banged up regardless. I don't care. He's, he, he's banged up. Yeah, and he's marked as questionable, I should say. I'm assuming he's going to yeah. play because it's the playoffs, but he's questionable. He's banged up. The whole wide receiving core feels banged up. Like, um, and then Kamara's a little banged up. And then you have Mr. Broken Ribs, every bone in his body, like Mr. Glass out there playing and Drew Brees. You're telling me Clear Mac's not going to get to him a couple times and put him in a little pain at some point? Like, it seems crazy to me. It, this it does. It's a big line, dude. I, it's yeah. a big line. And then watch. I'm going to get burned by, like, fucking team. <laughs> We're going to show up next week and be like, yeah. Matt there Nady really fucked us up on that one. Um, His dumb brain. But yeah, I just unless yeah unless Trubisky absolutely craps the bed here, there's no way they lose this game by double digits. No way. Yep. I don't see it happening. All right, that's all I got for this. Do you have anything else before we wrap this up? No, not really. I'm still mad at the the Bruins for letting Shara go. Um, I'm still mad at the Capitals for signing him. I'm not mad at him for signing with the Capitals, but I don't want to see him in the division. Um, hockey's about to get going. We won juniors. I did see that last night. Like, I pay attention to hockey. I like hockey. I don't know why we care so much about junior hockey. Why do we care so much about a bunch of... I mean, it's awesome that we won. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I feel like my whole Twitter feed was juniors hockey last night. I was like, what are we doing here? (laughs) When juniors comes up, you're right. It does, like, it just blows up. And it's like, I I mean, I, I love hockey as well, but, like... I don't know. It's, just, it's very odd. I don't get it either. It's weird. Like, I like that we won. That's awesome. Like, go USA. I'm all about it. But it's just like, it just blows up my Twitter feed. I'm like, this is a bunch of under 20. This isn't our Olympic team. This isn't our whatever the World Cup version is for hockey team. This isn't like the Stanley Cup. It's 
under 20 guys. Like, <laughs> these guys can't even legally drink, and my entire Twitter feed is just blowing it's, up about juniors hockey the entire tournament, which is cool. It's weird. It's, it's just cool, weird. Yeah. But does, does it, like, does it bleed down from Canada? Do they care? I mean, I know they love hockey, but they probably don't really care about, you know, their, their No, that's the thing. Like, I was following, like, I follow a bunch of gambling guys that are from Kentucky, or not Kentucky, from Canada, and um, they were, like, they, I hadn't seen them tweet anything until last night when, when they played the U.S., and I'm assuming that's because the U.S. kind of Canada rivalry and just yeah. their feeds were probably getting blown up by U.S. guys, but it's primarily U.S. guys just blowing up my feed with it. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's like, our, it's like the U.S. is, like, phenomenon with the royal family. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, Very true. <laughs> Who cares? Um, that's all I had. I don't think I had anything else. Did you want to mention the Heisman? Oh, yeah. <laughs> forgot about it again. <laughs> Oh, I, I totally forgot. Completely forgot about it last night. I saw it on my Twitter feed. I mean, one, it's this year. I don't know if it's just this year, and it doesn't feel like Devontae Smith should have been the Heisman. He won the Heisman. Oh, he's so good. So good. Phenomenal player. I did not think he was going to win. I think that might be one of the reasons I just kind of tuned out the Heisman altogether because I was like, I'm not like, yeah, Mark Jones is phenomenal, but it's easy to throw for that many touchdowns at Alabama when you're playing a shitty SEC and your guys are wide open. You have Devontae Smith. Um, <laughs> And then Trask and the rest of them, I was like, I don't know. None of them feel that great. But I completely, I don't know if it was COVID or just the luster of the Heisman has worn off on me. Completely forgot about it last night. I had no idea. Um, I'm glad Devontae Smith won it. Um, I remember last year when we were, we were both in complete blasphemy for why he wasn't going to the NFL. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm glad he won it. He's unbelievable. But, yeah, I had no idea what was going on. I'll be honest. I haven't. I haven't watched college football as much this year as I used to. I, I don't know why. I know you have, but I, Love I, it. I, for whatever reason, I haven't. Um, but yeah, I had no idea the high speed was going on. Not a clue. Not an app. Not a clue. Completely forgot until I saw it on Twitter. I was like, oh shit, that's right. That's going on today. College football. I forgot to make this point. The ACC went 0-6 in bowl games. I know bowl games have lost their luster, guys opting out, especially in COVID. There wasn't as many players, but to go 0-6 as a conference is it's bad luck. Embarrassing. <laughs> Very bad luck. That is that is terrible. Um, it was a weird year for college football. I watched a ton of it. I am getting. I can already tell though. I'm getting agitated that football's coming to an end. Like I can feel myself oh, getting agitated. It's depressing. Oh. Um, so maybe that was another reason. I just blotted it out because I have to then recognize that college football's over on Monday, and then the NFL's it's, wrapping up here soon. <laughs> it's awful, dude. Actually, this last weekend, um, I didn't wager as much because I know teams because I'm smart. You know, I'm not like the New York Giants. I actually know teams, you know, are going to just say fuck this week. So I stayed away from a lot of games. Yep. Um, and, and also fantasy is over. I'm like, oh, this is getting real depressing, guys. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even I didn't put any money in the account. I didn't make any bets. I was like, damn, this is I mean, I did on the uh, the bowl or the uh, playoff games for college. Football, yeah, of course. But of course. almost nothing. in the. I don't think I put a single one down in the NFL. I was like, I. I Fuck did Packers covering. That was it, and they did. But that was the only wager I had, and I was like, "This sucks." <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah, that's all I got. We'll see how these wagers go. I'll tweet out my picks, or we'll tweet out the picks here um, once this kind of gets a little bit more firmed up. We get closer to the games, but that's what we're feeling this week, and we will see you next week. Peace. Later.